Hi, it's Andrea Edwards and this is Uncommon Courage, where we talk about the stuff that matters. And this is a bit of a, an unusual one today. I have my lovely husband, Steve Johnson, with me. Uh, good evening, good morning, uh, good night, folks, wherever you are. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be a case of good night. Well, we might put him to sleep with the way I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, I, I have been known to ramble, as apparently I can't understand it myself. Anyway, what we wanted to share today is, uh, so we recently got the Astra Booster. Now, I need to be clear, this is not medical advice. This is also not against vaccinations. We believe, both of us believe, that um, being vaccinated is an important path out of this crisis. If people don't agree with that, that's fine. We're not here to have arguments with people who are against vaccinations. That's just our belief. And Thailand, we got Sinovac and we got it in June and we got two shots by the end of June. But when the Delta storm hit, basically people realised that Sinovac was pretty much useless. And, you know, Delta's been on the rampage around the world and we obviously took the opportunity to get another booster because we wanted to make sure that we were as safe as we possibly could. So a couple of weeks ago now, it is a couple of weeks ago now, right? It'll be two weeks tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We got our first AstraZeneca vaccine. So it was basically three months after we got the Sinovac. Some other of our friends, they got Pfizer a couple of weeks before us and told us about the the ramifications for them, uh, which included some vomiting on the spot. But they had also had two shots of Sinovac. So the the, the Thai government's strategy here was that Sinovac was freely available and certain areas where they identified as being uh, critical for the financial development, mainly on the tourism, they made Sinovac available, two shots for everybody. And then, as Andrea says, the Delta variant kind of came and kicked it into a cocked hat. I've had to go to a medical clinic every day for the last six weeks for something else. And so I've gone to know a doctor there pretty well. And his words were, you can pretty much forget you've ever had Sinovac. The challenge with this is most countries only recognise you as being fully vaccinated if you have two shots of either Pfizer, Astra, Moderna or the J&J. So that's the challenge that we're now facing from being a little bit too too quick out the blocks. So these other friends also were with us when we had the two Sinovac shots. They went and had Pfizer booster and had a pretty violent reaction, right? Basically, the message was they were all wiped out for a few days and had to take Valium and just sleep to get through it. So we went into the booster shot with an idea of what potentially could happen to us, but you never know. And it wasn't until they were about to put the needle in our arm that we even realised what we were getting and that it was Astra. Anyway, we call it the, the divorce booster. <laughs> Shall we try and explain why? Well, you've turned into completely, completely unreasonable behaviour. Oh, is that right? It's all you. So what? Really, I've... nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, you haven't been a pain in the ass at all. And you haven't been unreasonable in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Snatchy. So if I could describe. I mean, so, okay, so we have the first few days where we're a bit headachy, tired. Like, I haven't been able to sleep properly since. That That's had a really big impact on so me. So I think day one we were both tired. Yeah. We were out that night and it got to 10 o'clock that night. We were sitting with some great friends around the table and we just could not stop yawning. So day one I think we were pretty tired. Right? Yeah, and we were a bit sort of woozy, and but that yeah. was the same as Sinovac, right? So then there was two days afterwards when we had some dinner with some friends and we had a few drinks. So by Saturday, that hangover for me was magnified like 10 times. It was horrible. So day two, I didn't find as much of a, of a sort of impact of the alcohol um, purely because I, I just didn't drink I wasn't in the mood for drinking anyway. But day three was the really interesting day. Uh, we were both absolute basket cases, yeah. as in zombified, as in 
I was bumping into things. I was tripping over things. I was tripping down things, up things, off things, around things. I mean, you name it, mate. If I could hit it, I hit it. Yeah, even my sense of distance was out, which is unusual. Like blurred vision, throwing balls in the pool for Freddie. I was, I was, I threw three or four balls out of the pool. Which really, is, that's really unusual for you. It is unusual for me to, to do something over energetically. <laughs> but that is unusual for me because I don't like going into the snake pit and finding the balls. Well, you don't. You send the kids down. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah. yeah, but then but then, but then, then it, it, it's continued, right, for the last couple of weeks. And, and the thing that I've noticed is it's like the things that you normally do are magnified. So as an example, one of the things that I do when I've got something on my mind is I, I really escape into my mind. And it's, it's a pleasure for Steve. <laughs> and it's been something that's been the same for me ever since we began. It's great couple. to be around. Because Steve's response is different. He, when he goes through something, he wants to reach out to me and include me. Whereas what I need is I need to be in solitude so I can work it out so I can come out the other side. And so what I found happened is both of those sort of qualities in, in us have been magnified by such a scale, like really magnified. Don't you agree? Oh, and, we've, and there's no doubt about it. It's definitely jarred against each other. So, oh. so I will talk. I mean, I will. I will say, look, gee, whereas I'm feeling absolutely rotten today. Uh, you know, how about you? Whereas, whereas you will hold it more or less inside, and then the first I'll know is you'll just go, I'm going to go upstairs and lie down, and that's that. You're saying I don't communicate my feelings. I'm saying we go about things in a different way. Right. So I'll tend to get it up. But emotions as well. Um, depressed. Depressed. But swinging emotions like pretty quickly, I, I can think of two or three. But the point is two weeks on and we're still getting up and it's like a pig in a poke. What kind of day am I going to have today? Yeah. So this morning I was up at four to do some to, for a work commitment. But I actually feel better than I did yesterday for the last four nights previously. And bearing in mind up until about sort of uh, 20 years ago, I was very happily surviving on four hours sleep a night. The previous four nights before that, we've basically been knocked out cold sleeping for sort of 10 or 11 hours and still getting up feeling exhausted and still bumping into stuff. I've and had getting blurred vision. Sunday I was driving. It felt it felt like I shouldn't have been driving. It's similar to driving early uh, early morning after a really big night. Mm. Just trouble judging distances and just the basics. Yeah, it's like a gluey. The amount of mornings that I've just walked downstairs and I just feel this deep, deep, deep depression. You know, and this is in the last couple of weeks. And I don't, I don't like feeling like that. And and there's nothing I can do to shake myself out of it. But to be fair, okay, all right. So I'm glad we didn't rehearse this. But to be fair, I mean, we've been sort of in this since like February of 2020. You know, the kids didn't see their friends over the school. When you holidays. say since the beginning of the pandemic, basically. Yeah, because where we live was it was just focused that much more on with so many with so many people coming in from overseas and domestic tourism. The kids have had a rough time of it as well. I mean, you know, they've gone months and months where they've been online schooling and haven't seen their friends. And, you know, being teenagers and going through puberty, by the time they do see their friends, they're almost unrecognisable. So yeah. I think... The depression could be, for me certainly, I mean, I've just, quite frankly, I've had enough of this COVID thing. COVID can piss off as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And for me, it's definitely been in the last couple of weeks since the injection, this this really deep, dark feeling of depression. Right. And it's not it's not every day. But when I come down and I feel it and I explain, I try and, I try and communicate it to you. And what I'm saying to you is, this is a good day to leave me alone. Mm. 
of course you you're well, luckily I'm, I'm you know I am thoughtful <laughs> and sensitive to that and will generally say well get on with it go and make me a cup of tea there's a good girl but yeah. it usually goes yeah, you're, well. you're always doing that but yeah you don't always necessarily hear that because that's another thing that's happened is you know I, I wanted to do this podcast last week with Steve and I said to him are you ready to do the podcast and he said no I can't do it today we can do it tomorrow and then when I asked him about it the next day he you said something it was completely the opposite of what I heard. And then we, we sat down on, so on Saturday night, we sat down on, Saturday was the day when we basically went rah, 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 at each other. And then we sat down Saturday night and talked and just got more in tune with where each other was, yeah. right? Is Which is always like us. No. Generally speaking. We don't fight. Well, we have we our do, moments. but Yeah, like if we do, it's over the stuff worth fighting for. But it's never about, I mean, you're right. On Saturday, we did have to have that come to Jesus and sort of say, right, this is how I'm feeling. But that instance, we had two very different recollections of that conversation. Yeah, that's been a bit confusing, hasn't it? How we have literally heard each other say things that we didn't say and or inferred things that we thought the other person was saying that we didn't say because it's like my brain is glue so for me to do my work to think I've got to go like apart from sort of paying attention to the boys and their needs and doing what we need to do there I need to be I just need to be in my head to sort of harness the energy because I'm I'm putting so much energy into bringing my brain together so it can work properly so I can do what I need to do that I've got literally no energy left for anything else and that sort of going into my own head thing which I always do but it's so much more extreme now and then you've really struggled with that because I can't give you the attention when you're trying to get me to hear you but it's like I haven't got anything left to give and then you're getting frustrated with me because I'm not listening to you but I'm literally incapable of hearing what you've got to say because I'm trying so hard to make sense of my own brain yeah and look it's odds law that this will happen at a time when we're both busy with other stuff so it just happens to be I'm at a busy time with my work and there's a couple of things that I've got to I've got to be re- relatively switched on for and it just so much harder yeah trying to think things out trying to plan things out trying to do calculations or or, or something like that it's just or just thinking straight yeah do it it just for me, it's you stringing know. a sentence together, you know, and or writing a sentence. That's you know, that's what I do for my living. And I know, look, and I know when something knocks you around because it slows you down. It takes a lot to slow you down, but I'm glad that you have slowed down in the last sort of couple of weeks. And I don't think we've got any choice. Yeah, I, I just don't think we've we've got any choice now. Interestingly, we've got. I was speaking to a friend earlier this week, and they have actually had. COVID a few months ago and had a two shots of Pfizer and on the second shot of Pfizer I was speaking to him and he was saying it's I feel exactly the same as I as I did when I had COVID temperature spiking massive lethargy lack of appetite and that's the other thing as well like, yeah lack of appetite appetite's been weird hasn't it yeah nothing appeals yeah which I mean I need to lose a bit anyway so I'm not complaining but nothing appeals you end up eating weird stuff at, the, at weird times. Yeah. So it, it just generally just generally knocks you around. So, yeah, if you're thinking about, you know, and the vaccine's obviously doing the right thing, one hopes. But if I had my time again, I probably would have planned it a little bit different if I knew I was going to be a basket case for two weeks. And, hey, the good news is we've got another friend who's had two shots of Astra, and she said it took her a month to get her brain back. Yeah. And that's probably the reason why they do make sure the Astra shots are a month apart. 
But I do, I mean, I think most people who are going to get the booster shots will be getting them at least six months after their vaccinations. But in countries where Sinovac has been the solutions have been the, especially in the developing countries, because it's it's more affordable for the governments to be able to provide these and they can get them out faster. And they don't need refrigeration. Yeah, and there's more access. So, you know, I, I mean, I think, you know, we made the right decision to do it and to get whatever we could. I've seen some people who've had COVID and, and their advice is just get whatever you can get in your arms because you don't want to go through what I've gone through and we fully buy into that sort of way of thinking we just wanted to do this just to say this is the experience that we've had it doesn't mean it's going to be the experience you have some people will struggle and some people won't some of the drivers that we talk to they've they've been fine yeah so we've really struggled with it we wanted to share that just in case if anyone's feeling knocked around by it yeah and like you're, you're not, not weird but if you're not if you're feeling tip top then like all kudos to you this thing doesn't seem to sort of discriminate it doesn't seem to sort of uh, it doesn't seem to follow any patterns just it's just one of those things so, so i think what we've decided after our bit of a chat on saturday is number one be a bit kinder to ourselves yeah and just but it was good to have that conversation and find out that we're both sort of going through and feeling the same sort of things at the same time which is it's not a good combination if you if you're a close unit as as we do tend to be yeah as most families who live overseas are because you Generally, that's what you have. That's yeah. what you got, right? But really talk to each other if you're going through this as a couple or even with your kids. We've been talking to our boys about it because we think it's important that they understand how we're feeling and why we might be less patient or less tolerant because we don't want them to think, you know, we, yeah, we don't want them to feel beaten up by us. But we've really tried to explain to them how we're feeling and what's going on for us so that they're, I, I know, a little bit more understanding, a little bit more patient. Mm. But talk to each other. Talk to your kids if you if your kids are around. And, of course, our boys will be getting their first shot soon, we hope. So who knows how that's going to impact them. But if you could think of the two things that you've struggled with the most, what are they? Our sleep. Yeah. Getting to sleep, staying asleep, quality of sleep, and obviously the ramifications that that brings with it in yeah. general sort of energy levels. Yeah. So definitely sleep down. for me. And it's um, really, I think that's what's really added to my feeling of depression because I've, I've had so little sleep for the last few weeks and... I, yeah, I really struggle with that. And yeah. What's the second thing? So for me, the second thing will be your nutritional sort of gain. You know, it just so happens we're making a few changes. So we're drinking quite a lot of sort of like herbal teas and stuff like that. Rehydration is obviously one of the main things. All doctors say, you know, to fight any kind of fever, you've got to keep rehydrated. Just keep just keep your, your water levels up. Eat as much good stuff as you possibly can. Uh, but don't be freaked out if nothing appeals for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, on Saturday I woke up and I had a coffee and uh, forced a, a little bit of taste into me, but I could have happily basically skipped dinner that night as well. Yeah, and so for me the second thing would definitely be the way my brain is functioning at the moment. So right. part of getting older, your brain, you know, the foggy, foggy brain, something that people talk a lot about as you get older, and that's definitely something I've, I've felt and I struggle with, which again makes me sort of more internalized because i'm struggling to get my brain to work but since we had the injection it's like tenfold brain fog and you know i've done a couple of the no shows and oh my god it's so hard to concentrate it's so hard to stay focused it's so hard to stay on the ball so the amount i think the exhaustion levels also come from the amount of energy that i put into trying to get my brain harnessed to do its job so they're the things that i've struggled with so, but there's a knock-on effect to that. So when you do have to do work, when you do have to do something, whether it's for business or pleasure, but there's an element of stress, your body naturally rises to it and the way you get through it is a release of adrenaline that gets you going. So I've watched you do two live broadcasts where I, I know you're really struggling and an hour and a half later when it finishes 
and the adrenaline starts to wear off, you just fall in a heap. Yeah. Which is to be expected, which which most people would probably do anyway, you know, with that sort of, not anxiety, but that it does raise your stress level. So you can still get through it, but you're going to need a, you're going to need, I suppose it's like an endurance athlete, you're going to need a longer recovery time mm. um, to get through things that you have to do. So just be kind to yourself. Um, yeah. You know, don't, don't make too many plans, don't make too many plans in the evening or at the weekends, just give yourself time to rest and um and be as you need to be and fold into it. And whatever you do, don't fight it because it does absolutely no good. Yeah, what you resist persists, right? Indeed. All right, there you go, guys. We're still married. It's uh, at the moment. It's been a close call. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. It's it's three thirty-five now. We'll let you know how we're going at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. Uh, Steve's brain's already fallen apart. I'm expecting mine to start collapsing sort of round about this time in the afternoon, it seems to go. But anyway, so we just wanted to share that with you and um, just, yeah, we're all going through a pretty uh, funny time. Be patient with each other. If you've been reaching out to either of us and we haven't gotten back to you, it's purely because of this. And I I mean, I can't keep up with what's going on on social media and all my messaging challenge channels at the best of times, but this has made it even harder. My email box is just overflowing. So I've just basically accepted that I can't keep up and i think you have two yeah you know you pick your battles yeah pick your battles and, uh, and our next battle by the way is that we're going to be facing two teenage boys that are about to get their their first round of vaccinations within the next couple of weeks so wish us luck on that one that could be another podcast actually yeah exactly teenage years with a vaccination yeah well, it could be nothing for them right who knows Probably. anyway there we go thanks guys this is uncommon courage with my lovely husband steve and my lovely wife miss andrea miss andrea edwards Ms. 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 that's Ms. correct Ms. Ms. yeah Sorry, and uh you know, we'll finish off with your little theme tune and uh i know that jenny thorman will listen to this podcast because she likes listening to the theme tune absolutely <laughs> gary is a legend that yeah legend. yeah legend music yeah how many people get their own theme tune hmm Not many, Andrea. You're a special guy, aren't you, darling? Indeed, indeed. (laughs) All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye.